Okay, so um, this is just going to be the intro. I cannot thank you all who listened to that first episode. I mean, over 40 people? That's that's kind of crazy. And I, I'm so thankful for, for everybody that, you know, tuned in and listened to whatever I had to say. I thought that was really cool. Um, I, I just can't believe over 40 people, you know, um, like when I would do those Instagram live stories late at night to, to talk about how I was feeling or whatever, you know, I would barely, I would barely only get maybe like 20 people. So, I mean, for this to literally double, that's, that's crazy for me. And I checked on the, uh, the anchor app itself. The majority of y'all are listening on Spotify, which is, which is great. That's kind of what I want to push it to. I don't really ex- uh, expect a lot of people, if any, to, to listen on um, Spotify or uh, on Anchor. I, I want them to listen more on Spotify. But that's that's so cool. I, I cannot thank you enough. This is just gonna be like the the beginning of the intro. Just like a just really big thank you to to everybody who listened. And I hope you enjoy this next one. So intro aside, this little segment is just kind of going to be a synopsis of what this episode is going to mostly be about. I'm going to try to keep it to mainly only three topics, maybe two if I can condense it, just to keep everything focused short. I'm not really trying to talk your ear off for for hours like other podcasts do. I don't feel like I don't uh, like anybody would want to hear me for that long anyway and I would probably just run out of things to say and just start rambling so um this first segment I'm going to talk about um more about like I guess my day and how um it's really yeah I'll talk about my day and my thoughts on a specific decision that um I made in the past but it, it reinforces why I want to specifically make this decision and how I, I personally feel about it. And I talked a little about it. I talked a little bit about it in the last episode. So this is just kind of more like a new perspective, I guess, for, for me, maybe not for other people. And then the, the second topic I want to leave for something very personal. Um, it's, it's affecting um, a very, very special friend that I have in my life. And you know, this, this specific, it's kind of like a shout out, but not really for him. It's mostly for his family. So, um, I really, I really do wish that, um, you would listen, uh, to, to finish that segment up because it's really important. And I know it would mean a lot to, um, to my friend and, um, and their family. All right. So we're going to jump into the next segment in three, two, one, boop. So it's ooh, really, really mysterious, really, uh, you know, kind of tense, kind of, kind of thrilling. Like, ooh, what's this big decision that that Stevens made? Like, like I, I really care, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Um, <laughs> it's about my decision to uh, withdraw from my classes and go, uh, or from my online classes, and to just um, wait until the next semester starts when this whole COVID nineteen shit blows over so I can go back to campus and I wanted to talk specifically about this today because I emailed my counselor 
uh, a few days back, you know, that I want to I want to talk with her so we can, um, uh, you know, formally withdraw from the classes and I'll start again. I still got to register for um, next semester anyway, which I'm going to be looking forward to doing uh, when I get my paycheck uh, this week. And, you know, through, throughout the the, uh, th uh, throughout the days, I guess, um, she was messaging me like, Hey, there, there are certain things that you need to, to do. And I, I think she tried sending me links on how to specifically go about maybe set up and like setting up an appointment for, uh, with her to discuss whatever it is that I need to discuss in this case would be withdrawing. But, um, for whatever reason, I wasn't getting those links in the, the emails so I just decided, hey, you know what? It's it's Monday. I'm off work today. I'm going to I messaged her earlier today through email, of course, um, about 1230 one ish. Be like, hey, um, I'd like to set up an appointment with you at four. And I'm I'm thinking, you know, this is real kind of selfish of me. I was like, I was thinking, OK, well, um, that gives her three hours, you know, uh, if she's got some appointments that she needs to do. Um, hopefully she'll be good to go before, uh, before four. Cause I didn't exactly want to wait for her to respond and then for it to be like, let's say three 30 and she goes, yeah, okay, that'll work. I'll still be at home. Like, well, it's going to take me 30 minutes to shower, get dressed. It's going to take me an hour to, um, you know, just get over there from the bus. And then by the time I meet you, it'll be like five, like it, it, that, that'd be a hassle. So I, I messaged her and I was like, okay, so. I got dressed and I headed out and, you know, it, it brought back just how great it felt to, to get out of the house and, and dance to, of course, I was listening to the 1975, just bumping, man, just, mm, just, just getting it, getting my groove on all the way um, to the bus stop. And it felt so great because I was like, wow, I'm actually going back to campus. Like, I understand because it it's because I'm trying to get out of the classes that I'm in right now because it's all switched online so that in the future I can attend those same classes or at least similar classes back on campus. Like, that's that's my main thing. Um, and can, like the buses, I don't know if, if y'all are aware of how much has changed for the bus system. I wasn't really too aware. I know um, some people were saying, like a few coworkers and a couple friends that I have, uh, they were saying that um, the bus fare is free, but I completely forgot. So I brought my my SAC ID just in case. So I'm waiting for the bus. You know, I'm just dancing. I'm pretty sure I got some um, some looks from from cars that were um, driving past. And I think there was a yeah, there was a woman um, at the bus stop who was just kind of watching me. Just I don't know if she was watching like in disgust or like shock, but as soon as her ride came and picked her up from the bus stop, they just spent, like they, they just drove off, like get me away from this lunatic. You know, he's over here just like doing a bunch of dance moves and shit, you know, and in such a perilous time, time of crisis. Oh no, but, but yeah, the bus system has changed. First off, it was free. Like as I was trying to pull out my, my wallet to show my SAC ID, cause that's, it, get, it grants me a, a free fare anyway. She just like rushed me like, no, no, come on, get in. And I was like, oh, okay. So when I got in, um, I'm, you know, I, in the mornings, not really, not many people actually like get on the bus. So I was kind of used to there being a low, you know, number of passengers, but I wasn't expecting the, the driver to have like some kind of seal 
like some kind of plastic seal between him and the pat and like the passengers getting on. I, I thought that was that was interesting to see for the first time for me. I, I was like, I was like, all right. And then the, the the seats themselves, every other one is is kind of blocked off. It's got like a sign that um, they put on the the back of the seat. And it just says, due to COVID-19, do not sit here or place things in here. So you just have to sit in the one, you know, directly across from it, like literally just adjacent to it. So I thought that was interesting. And then, I mean, the whole bus ride, I mean, from there to um, North, like the North Star, of course, I got off and, and, uh, and, and danced a bit while I was waiting for the, the one from North Star to take me all the way downtown. Um they took like 10 minutes once they grabbed all of the passengers off the bus and they went in there with sandy wipes bro and they were just they were just cleaning and scrubbing everything down it was it was pretty it was pretty crazy like we all just had to wait outside like i had no idea what was going on i was just listening i think i switched to nf at this point so i was like lip wrapping and stuff i had some dude come up to me and was like i like the way you're jamming out and i was like hey thanks boss and i just kind of put my music back in just started head bumping and i was like yeah white boy rapper here please don't kill me <laughs> and um I, I promise i won't i won't uh, invade your dms with uh with my with my soundcloud link but um yeah so when, when i finally got to um campus it was um it was 3 30 and um the campus itself was just so barren like it, it was crazy i understand you know everybody's being told to stay home and stuff yeah i did a real good job of following that huh but um no it was it was empty i mean the parking lot where a bunch of people are always parked out in front whether they're attending the the church that's right in front of like that's technically that parking lot if if you go to sac you know what i'm talking about um it's gone maybe like one or two people and they were like all the way at opposite ends of the parking lot itself and that's a like i said if you go to sac you you'll know what i'm talking about that's a big big parking lot like holy shit like there that that is always packed with cars i mean for it to be just completely just huge just gone empty it was it's was kind of kind of an eye-opener and then um you know i was just kind of like walking around the campus to see maybe you know if there was like a different building that i had to meet her at uh meet my counselor because uh she's a woman yeah like meet her at you know but um i was like okay um this this isn't working and just just seeing everything just just empty was was so weird it was just kind of like a a pusher for me like yeah this is this is why i want to withdraw from my online classes because when i came when i come to campus i want to see the people i want to see the cars parked i want to see the students you know rushing in from uh, building to building, maybe just stopping by from Starbucks or Subway to grab a quick bite before they, uh, you know, try and, and cram like 10 minutes or maybe five minutes of whatever subject it is, uh, like but right before an exam that they stayed up almost all night, if not all night, either procrastinating or doing something else or trying to study in between. Like life of, of a college student is, is, is quite the ride. My friend, they, 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 it's, it's very interesting, <laughs> especially for those that want to be successful. It's, it's tough, especially if you've got work mixed in the middle, but just, just seeing nobody there. I was like, yeah, this is, this is why I want to pull out, 
you know, I, I like I, I want to pull myself out of this online these online classes. It's not it's not comfortable for me because, um, like I said in the last episode, uh, you know, I'm already home. I'm thinking like, well, since I'm not going to campus, I don't have school. And that mindset is already just like straight up fucking me, but um, like fucking me over. But it's, it's, it's how I interpret it. And I'm like, mm, you know what, for whatever reason, I'm not good at adapting to that kind of environment as a bunch of a, but like as much as a bunch of other people are. So for y'all that are adjusting to that and doing a hell of a lot better than I am, props to you. Like give yourself a pat on the back go eat a cookie or something like like one of your cheat days for your diet like you deserve a reward like because I, I i i just can't do it so, so I'm, I'm waiting there from 3 30 to, to 4 and i'm just sitting outside the building i'm thinking i'm like well okay the cameras are probably looking at me like what what is what is this idiot doing you know he's just sitting in front of the building um and right at, I was just watching YouTube, like just passing the time, right at four, right at four, I get a message from my counselor. And you know what she said? She's like, oh, I'm sorry. Um, four, I'm actually booked today, but um, here are our actual instructions, like verbatim on what you need to do in order to set up an appointment with me. We can set a location. We can set up a time. We can set up a date, like yada, 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 and everything will be clear. So I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, um, I... I got out of the house to come to campus to, to, to talk with you. That didn't work. I should have been more um, considerate. But I'm glad I got out of the house nonetheless. I mean, I was probably going to get out of the house anyway just to probably go to work or something. Like, I'm off today, but I don't know. Get, get mom like a candy bar or maybe we need to pick up some more laundry stuff. So I'd be grateful for just an opportunity to leave the house, you know, but... And I had no trouble, you know, dancing around campus, dancing in the bus, dancing, waiting for the bus. I mean, I treated it as pretty much just another ordinary day before all this this coronavirus shit started. Like everybody was there on campus again. It felt it felt good. It felt good to just get out, you know. And um, for me, it was just quite the eye opener and more of like a a support in my in my decision to to withdraw because that that is not what i want to see when when i when I, I come here on campus you know i want to engage in the social aspect of it i want to be able to hopefully talk to somebody or brighten somebody's day either by just saying something or waving at like just something that will um leave a positive imprint on them and and if not you know for me to just do my thing you know be like for me to express that I'm happy and that I'm, I'm living and loving life. Um, so yeah, that was that was my day in a nutshell. So um, that's the end of this segment. I'm gonna move on to the next segment now, which is gonna be a little bit more personal. This one's gonna be a little bit more personal. Um, it's not really affecting um, me, but it's more affecting um, that special friend that I have. Um, no more anonymity about it. Um, it's one of my, my good friends. I consider him like a, like a best friend and definitely a, a brother in my family of close-knit friends, both male and female. Uh, his name is Alan. 
Uh, I've known this dude since middle school, uh, just being stupid together. Uh, in high school, we kind of we kind of drifted off for a bit, but uh, we came back. Mm, I want to say right, like I want to say it was uh, after graduation actually, because. I was started working um, at the same place that he did, uh, Papa Murphy's, before I got my uh, my job at Walmart, and that was definitely where I was able to reconnect with uh, some other really good best friends of mine, and who also I consider brothers, like uh, like uh, Jesus Jesus Costilla, and uh, and John. I can't think of his last name right now because I'm kind of blanking on that. But um, it, it's this is more of a, a special re- request from um, from Alan. I mean, his, if, if you, if you don't know, um, him personally or his friends, even just a little bit, uh, unfortunately, and it's a very serious, um, his sister has gone missing. They haven't really, um, seen her for a few days now, maybe going on almost a week or half a week, something like that. Um, he was able to contact and get in contact with with her for a little bit, so they he at least knew for for that day that she was safe. Um, he went to go, you know, try and find the different uh, hired, you know, private investigators, things like that. You know, do you know whatever like his family is doing whatever he can, like whatever they can to uh, to try and get their sister home. Um, sister's name is Alejandra Alejandra Sanchez. If if anybody knows that name, anybody knows her, anybody knows uh, her friends. Please um, share this vital information. If anybody has any kind of information that would help Alan and his family return uh, return Ale to them, you know, um, make sure to call the the San Antonio Police Department. Any kind of news would be so helpful. And I know that you know he's. I, I know that the whole family is just kind of. I mean, Alan himself is kind of basically handling it like a troop. I, I don't have any um, personal siblings, so I, I don't know what it's like to have, um, you know, that kind of bond with, like, blood family. But, I mean, you know, Alan takes takes care of, you know, his, his siblings. He's, he's a good older brother and everything. Definitely someone that uh, they both look up to. So, um, yeah, I can't imagine how hard this must be for, uh, for him and especially for um, just, just the parents, you know, the mom and the... The, the stepdad and especially um alan's younger brother i mean like like i can't imagine what it's uh what it's like to have a you know a child go go missing and especially just someone in general that you care about that that must be heart-wrenching but you know he's he's handling like a he's handling like a troop you know he's doing what he can to try not to worry about the the, the worst you know keeping positive keeping uh keeping his chin up He's basically trying to be like the the rock for his for his family. So um, if you could send you know any kind of thoughts, prayers, um, if you're more of a, a vibe person, whatever, just any kind of positivity to uh, to Alan and his family, that would that would also be very appreciated uh, during this this actual time of you know crisis. <sighs> yeah, that was that was it. Decided to add a third segment to this. I'm now just kind of treating this one specifically more of just like a, a personal journal, I guess. You know, like Captain's Log, Star Dates, uh, April 13th, 2020. 
Everybody's still being forced to stay inside. Everybody's uh, still so pretty worried about uh, the pandemic going on. You know, shoppers are starting to get a. Uh, they've started to settle down a bit. You know, and definitely big companies and corporations are pretty happy with how much they're making off of um, paper towels and toilet paper and hand sanitizer and things like that. But uh, doesn't seem to be looking too good for the rest of us at the moment. Still being flooded with uh, media and everything telling us to stay home and be quarantined. So it's a little, it's a little, it's a little crazy. You know, just, uh, just frankly. I remember, oh geez, I sound like a like a boomer. <laughs> I remember back in the, the good old days, you know, when my pop would uh, tell me about how how long he would uh, he would spend outside our our grandmother's house with him and his brother, my uncle. You know, they would just play basketball for hours and hours and hours, and how he would always criticize me for uh, you know wanting to do that. You know, like, that sounds cool, but I'm also kind of interested in playing video games. You know, just just kind of just kind of chilling. You know. Killing some aliens. I'll never really forget that Halo 3 was pretty much where I kind of really took off um, in terms of like, oh yeah, this gaming thing is kind of kind of like my hobby, you know. So um, yeah, but I, I really do miss just seeing people outside. Uh, I I hope that this doesn't affect us too much longer because I'm, I'm really getting annoyed with just all the, the stay home be safe da 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 like i get it you know like you're spreading caution and awareness to this i completely understand just me personally i'm just very annoyed with the whole stay inside because i'm like bro if you know me like mm, it's not really a thing i can do since i work 40 hours a week dealing with like thousands of customers a day or 200 like hundreds or thousands somewhere in that range you know so like can't really stay home you know and if i do stay home you know it doesn't really do the best for my conscience like or, or my like my mindset because i'm just like cool you're home you're not doing anything maybe you're doing like laundry and stuff but other than that what are you really doing to try and be productive you know and like other people they like they, they they're they're getting by with this like just fine you know like they're, they're they're either playing video games or you know they're they're enjoying their hobbies singing uh, which i'm also still doing as well as dancing going to work things like that but um you know they've got their own stuff maybe they're 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 painting again maybe they're they're picking up another instrument or revisiting an old instrument maybe they're uh hopefully they're um i don't know revisiting their faith or, or something you know something to try and uh, either keep them distracted or or grounded enough to let them know hey you know things are gonna be okay everything's gonna be safe um yeah it's it's i just can't believe that we're we're gonna have quite the story to tell our kids you know if 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 god allows us to you know live that long i mean I, that sounded kind of morbid but i mean what i'm saying is like you know it's not really our it's not really in our control you know when he calls us home you know so if uh we do decide to you know like if, if we do get to live long enough to, to have kids or you know i know some of y'all already have kids you know so i mean you're gonna have quite the interesting story to tell your children you know when they're able to understand the english language to where you can have an actual conversation you know with them not just you know 
blowing bubbles and shitting themselves. It'll be really difficult to try and understand or to try and explain to a human infant uh, the, the pandemic that happened back in 2020 and how it affected your life, how it affected your family's lives, how it affected your friends' lives, how it affected everybody's lives in, in this on this planet. That's quite the story. Um, all right, question: What are we gonna do when this when this whole thing fades? You know, I mean, are we gonna kind of stay more cautious? I mean, because unfortunately, it kind of sucks that it, it took this for us to be able to be like, hey, maybe we really should wash our hands. Maybe we really should uh, be a little bit more clean. I think. Some people are taking it a little bit too far with, uh, you know, people buying excessive amounts of sanitizer, or yada, yada, yada. Like, I don't need to go on about the the things that crazy radicals have done. I mean, I've, I've talked about it a little bit with customers buying over or almost $900 worth of food just for two people. Two people. That's selfish. Um, and everybody else knows about everybody all the crazy people buying like this or that or doing this or that. I mean, okay. And then can we talk about the face? Like I have seen some very obscure and interesting, uh, and I'm going to put my, my hands up to do the quotation marks. Um, yeah, uh, face masks. Like I look at them and I can't say anything because you know, I will lose my job, but I'm like, no, honey, that's not, that's not how you do that. It doesn't exactly cover your face or your nose, your mouth. You are still susceptible to any kind of particles of this virus around you. And you, you frankly look... What's the perfect word that I can... You, you look like an imbecile. Just straight to the point. Now, I, I have seen some cool ones. I will admit... I have this, uh, I made friends with, uh, one of, one of my customers, his name is Robert and he comes in every now and then to, uh, to get some kind of uh, white wine that he always gets. And I always have to get him his, uh, his, his camel gold type of cigarettes. Um, and he had this awesome looking mask, like looking straight out of like an apocalypse or something. And it was so cool. Cause like when he would talk, I could barely hear him like it was, it was so muffled like this. it kind of sounded like bane but obviously not as intense or as cool but oh my god i thought he looked like a badass and i've seen older people like elderly people that would definitely be the ones that this virus targets you know if not for the infants because they have no immune system like to be developed yet or the older people because theirs is just gone to shit um i've seen elderly people ride around on those on those electronic carts that we have that we, we pretty much try and save for them. And they're looking like they just walked straight out of, you know, Mad Max and Fallout. I mean, they're, this one old dude had like just, just a, a black respirator mask. And um, two of the, I guess like respirators on the, on the front or whatever, they were pink and he was rocking it, bro. Like he had his cane in the basket. He had some awesome, like, I don't know what it was like that, that he just stood out to me. I was like, that man right there will survive all of it. Like he will live throughout eternity. Pretty much like when we all go to heaven or like when we all meet God, he's going to be there with that cool ass mask and be like, yep, that's, uh, 
Ah, oh, I remember those days. Still got the cool ass mask too. And, but yeah, I've seen some really stupid ones. This one woman came up to me during self checkout. And okay, girls, you know how you got, uh, y'all have like, um, I guess they're like big scrunchies or whatever for your hair. Yeah, um, she just wrapped that just one time around her head. But, and like, that already sounds stupid enough, but the way she did it will just blow your mind. It is, it is a, it was a sight to behold. And I will forever have that ingrained as long as this is still going about. Um, she, <laughs> she had it wrapped around the back of her head. So, uh, it was coming more towards the front and she angled it down in front of her ears and it just covered her nose it's kind of like um if you ever did the stupid thing as kids where you would like take tape and you know put uh put it to the top of your nose and then kind of attach it to your forehead so you kind of look like a pig that's a, that is exactly what she did with this big ass scrunchie or hairband whatever it is I, I don't know whatever that was she just did that and Funny enough, she was like, like almost maybe a foot away from me. Like I could clearly hear her from three or four feet. I can clearly hear her from five or six, which is what everybody's supposed to be, you know, staying the set, the safe distance, social distancing doesn't really work in my line of work because, uh, you know, you got to help the customers and they expect you to do it for them, especially at self-checkout. So, uh, yeah, unless you move forward and they move backwards in the opposite direct or in the same direction at the same time. Yeah, that's just not going to fly. But she was like up in my face, just like, can you get me some cigarettes? And I was like, yes, ma'am. Can you please either like in my mind, can you please avert the dumpster? That is your mouth away from me or just back up just, just just a bit. I'm not one like I don't really care about the whole social distancing thing, but because I don't I don't see it working like at my work, but I'm just very uncomfortable with how you're just invading my personal space. Like, please just just what if our void just just move just, just just a little bit? Thank you. And, you know, I got her cigarettes, but. That, that there was that there was another one that i saw where this dude literally like okay um you know like a a sheet of like the laminated material he had that and he had tape and he i swear to god i swear to god he took tape and he put it at the top of the the laminated sheet stuck that shit to his forehead and he attached the tape to some kind of headband that he had. So my man was walking around with the most low budget, discounted, 50% off, like clearance sale face. Like he, he looked like um, a low, 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 low budget and low grade material uh, version of like one of the visors that SWAT people wear. It, there, there, there were no words. I just kind of let him pass me by. Cause I was, um, I was, um, I was outside one day, uh, checking how many people, you know, keeping track of how many people are, are entering and leaving the store. 
So I just saw that and I just said, I, I just nodded at him just like, you know, like the white people, like us white people do. We just like, you know, just the silent nod, just like, what's up? And just went about my day. I was, I was baffled that they look like that. And um, speaking of giant, sh- speaking of shields, I don't know if um, y'all have been to Walmart or HEB lately, but boy, do we have uh, we have some changes to the registers. Like for Walmart, um, at the regular registers as well as self check, uh, not self checkout, um, customer service. Just big ass shields, just like uh, from the, the the computer up to like maybe a little bit above like head level, I guess. Which is perfect for me because I'm 6'3". You know, so like, it, it, it's a little bit right over. But I'm just like, this looks crazy. I personally think. And some customer was telling me, I don't know if this is true, but they were telling me, that, oh yeah, at HEB, it's 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 a lot more covered. And I was like, I was I was asking, I was like, how, how was it covered over there at HEB? And I'm like, well, you know how like the, the just the regular conveyor belt line, and then you know, um, you have the you have your your cashier. You have your computer, they have like their terminal to the side, as well as that whole line like directly next to them. I think it's usually to the left or the right, depending on which way they're facing and for the register um, that, you know, they bag everything. Yeah, apparently that whole thing is just boom, just like a dome. I was like, that's kind of cool. I think that's more ridiculous than what we have here at Walmart. But I will say, spot on, H-E-B. Spot on. If you made it this far, um, you know, gold star. appreciate you uh, listening to, to what I had to say. Um, I tried to make this episode a little bit more focused, but clearly, if you could tell from that last segment, I kind of had a bit more fun. You know, I was I was able to relax a little bit more and really just ex- um, express more of, um, I guess, my personality through what I say and how I say it. You know, things like that. Um, you know, about this whole podcasting in general, um, I asked uh, I asked every I asked uh, people to kind of give me like a recommendation on what might be a good upload schedule majority of people are like the people who answered they said like three times a week and i was like oof all right um three times a week that'll be interesting you know (laughs) like i guess we can do that um and then someone was just like you know do whatever you do that's comfortable but mostly uh it's usually monday and wednesday and friday and i was like you know it's just because i work tuesday wednesday no tuesday thursday friday saturday sunday from three to midnight that would be like the, the biggest thing uh, and I don't exactly want to use um, my, I don't know, like I was thinking of either keeping it two per week or maybe if I feel like, you know, I'm just kind of bored and just kind of want to spit something out there or if I do feel like I have something important to say or whatever uh, three times a week. So it'll mostly be either like t- tonight, it'll be Monday. Uh, Monday will always be, you know, before midnight. Friday though that's the, the the day yeah if i want to do two to a week it'll definitely be monday and friday friday you're gonna have to give me uh have to work with me a little bit i i work three to midnight so i, I don't really get out of the store to like almost 12 30 i don't get home to like maybe 12 40 
my episode for Friday night would probably not be up until like maybe Saturday morning, one or two in the, like one or two in the morning. So maybe almost like, yeah, yeah. One or two in the morning at the latest. So, um, or three, you know, depending on how long it takes for it to publish and everything. So if I do decide to do, um, two per week, like I think I'm going to try and stick to this week, um, then that's what it'll be. If, if it is three days a week, Monday and Wednesday, since I have those days off and I don't really have to worry about anything, you know, they will definitely always be posted before midnight. Uh, so once again, thank you for, um, listening all the way through again, uh, a really just big shout out to, to Alan and his family, you know, any, any kind of information that you might have. And if not information, just prayers, thoughts, concerns, like whatever, you know, just send them their way. So, uh, like, let's all try and work together so we can bring um, Ale back home. And I did say in the last one that I really want to use this as like a, an outlet to uh, to spread God's word. So I kind of want to end this episode with just that. So uh, today's verse of the day, yeah, I don't, yeah, today's verse of the day from my Bible app is from John thirteen thirty five, and it says, "By this everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another." Now I'm not really going to go too much into like trying to dissect what that means, because I will be honest, I haven't really, I don't really read the Bible that much, as much as I should. So I, you know, me trying to explain what is going on at this specific seat. Yeah, no, I would give you false information. That would just be bad. But I, I just want to talk about like the verse itself. You know, a lot of people are, are misguided and because of how other Christians feel like they need to express their faith. They feel like they need to talk about how everyone's a sinner. Everyone's going to hell unless you repent. Like, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Like, yeah, like, all the negativity that is kind of pushed on Christianity or God or just religion as a whole, it comes from those, like, from what I see and what I've, what I've, I've heard and read. It comes from the majority of those kinds of people, those those extremists that try and force it on people, that try to, you know, that, that tear down other people for not believing. Like, first off, okay, um, it's not our job to do any of that, right? Like, as Christians, we are called to bear witness and testimony. That means we are here to talk about the experiences that we've had with our God how they have changed us, how they have moved us, how they have made us see different perspectives or how they've just helped us through life in general, maybe helped us to help somebody else or had somebody else to help us and bear testimony, meaning we're supposed to talk about it. We're not supposed to force it or shove it down someone's throat. That pisses me off because so many people turn their head, like they, they turn their hearts away from God because they're, they're afraid that, you know, it's going to be forced down their throats. Wrong. So wrong. And uh, I'm sorry that these people are really out here, you know, preaching in the streets or doing something else to try and glorify themselves, not God themselves or the, 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 whatever they're trying to promote. It's for their personal gain and not for, not for God or for you. There's no spiritual growth between you and, and, and our father, you know, there's no connection being made there. It's all just, you're going to go to hell. You're going to get judged this, that you're a sinner, yada, yada, yada. That's not, that's not our job. And our job is definitely to not judge other people for their, for their things. 
like for what they do in life. I have, you know, I have friends that are gay, that that are pan, that are bi, uh, you know, things, you know, of that nature that a lot of people would be like, oh, well, because you're Christian, you have to hate that, right? You know, I have friends that have that are stoners, that are drink, like, you know, they, they drink alcohol, they get drunk before this, they've had sex before, yada, I can go on and on. Personally, I don't care. I don't. I will admit in the past, I, I was a little bit judgmental and it, it hurt um, not only the people that I cared about, but it definitely put tension on the bonds that I formed with them. But this, no, that now I don't care. God, you know, I'm so grateful that God was able to help me get off of, of that tract to judge people because I, do, I don't care. What you do in, in this life that God gave you is yours to do with and yours to do with alone. He gave you life for a reason. All he's asking is that one day you'll think about turning your heart just towards him. Or one day you will turn your heart towards him. That's that's it. But he's not going to pressure you. This is a relationship with you and our God. And if that relationship isn't established and made clear, then it's all for naught. This isn't where you have to listen to every whim. This isn't a dictatorship. This isn't... This isn't slavery. This is choosing to believe in in a God who is powerful enough to save you, your family, your friends from anything and everything because he wants to, because he can. This is about establishing a connection with God who knows what you're going through even before you do. The darkest parts of your heart and your mind that you keep hidden away because you're afraid of what people will think when they see you, when they look at you, when they were, if they were to ever hear about this, the things that you, you whip yourself with, you know, metaphorically, the, the things that you, you hate yourself for, all of these things that you feel have an impact on how other people represent or how other people look at you, how they view you, how they feel about you and how you feel and view and persecute yourself for he doesn't he doesn't see that he sees the child that he has been watching for his entire for their entire lives and knows exactly where you're going to end up at the end he's along for the journey and he wants you to join him in that journey that's all he's not some kind of you know parental figure that walks out on you during birth and then comes back, you know, like the, the stereotypical 18 years later to try and get money and try and force a relationship. No, he's been with you from the start. All he and he doesn't push. He never, you know, he never entices you to do anything. He's never disappointed. He's never, you know, there's, he doesn't love you or anything. No, he like it's not that's not anything like that he has been there silently just watching and protecting you this entire time everything that you have gone through in your life he has brought you through to get to where you are at this moment and he just wants to continue being along for the he's going to continue being there with you for the journey he just wants a little bit of reciprocation. He wants you to love him just a bit the way that he does. To 
show appreciation. And when you really get to understand who our God is, you really see why he deserves all the, the praise and worship that we believers give him. But it has to be sincere and it has to be coming from you because you want to, not because you feel like you're forced to, not because you feel like this is what you should do, not because you're pressured by other people or for fear of what people might say about you if you don't, if you do. It, it, none of that matters. With this relationship with God, this is entirely entirely if you want to see it from this kind of perspective selfish it is your relationship with god this bond that y'all have this doesn't break this doesn't sever this doesn't bring tension you may feel like sometimes if you know if you walk away for a little bit you might feel that that bond breaks but it doesn't it stays there and it continues to just grow and we as christians me, you know, for, for being a Christian, all I want to do is share his message. I want to share the things that he's done for me and what he can do for, for, for everybody. Got a little too, uh, got a little passionate there in the, the last segment, which is funny because it's supposed to be my closing one. But uh, I will end it off here. Thank you for um, listening to to me. This is this was episode two of Sincere Sessions with Stephen, and I look forward to recording and uploading another episode Friday night. I wish y'all nothing but the best. You know we're survivors out here. We can we can do this. All right, y'all have a blessed night. <laughs>